It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Oh, what's going on, Philadelphia? Thank God, man. (laughs) What did I say? They can't lose. They can't lose to the Giants. And the Eagles did not lose to the Giants. It is 25-22. I mean, they made us feel like it for a very long time, especially in that first half. John Barcher, James Seltzer, it is Go Birds number 34 right here on Radio.com Sports Radio 94 WIP. We appreciate everyone checking in on the Facebook.com as well. And how about that Josh Adams, huh? What have I been saying, John? All I've been saying is give the ball to Josh Adams. That dude has earned more carries. And what does he do? He takes advantage of those carries. And he's he's incredible to watch because he has such long strides and he, and he kind of gets such at his team that he's terrifying at moments because it feels like like on, on that third and short, I think it was, where, where you just want him to cut up field and get the first down, but he knows that he's faster than that guy and he can get his legs going and he separates eventually and, and gets those big runs and obviously had the touchdown call back. John would have been about 140 ish yards, by the way, if hey, you did. Look, so, did, I know, I know, I know. You and I have argued about this. It's not necessarily your style, but you came around this morning when we talked. But running well, the ball, to. run the ball. They did it. It made a difference, and especially, I was especially impressed with it. That to be down 19 to three, it yep. looked like Doug was going to do his patented. We're down. We're gunning it. And he he went back to it, especially after that touchdown at the end of the half. And and my biggest takeaway, and look. There's a lot of things to, to you know, kind of gripe about, which I'll get into. We'll get into uh, totally. maybe even Tuesday, totally. Monday, something like that. But, yeah. but And I just said to you when I came to, to do the show and I, and I met up with you, I was like, it feels like it's been a month since last week because it was the Cowboys loss and the Saints loss were just such brutal loss. It feels like twice the amount of time. But my biggest takeaway today was this was a spot where, especially after last week when they, they you know, at least... Certain players thought players quit, and it looked at times yep. like they certainly weren't giving it their all. To come back, go down 19-3, to three and fight. 
and say, no, we're not packing it in. This season isn't over. We might be playing with guys that no one's ever heard of in the secondary, but we're going to tough up here. We are going to go out there and we are going to win this football game. We're going to fight and fight. And it wasn't always pretty. And there were some conversions you wanted and some calls that drove you crazy. But ultimately, in the end, the defense made some stops. Carson made some big throws. Josh Adams clearly had some big runs. The offensive line towards the end of that game looked as good as we've seen it all season long. John, my big takeaway is that no matter how they won it, this team desperately needed a win and they were able to fight when it looked like they could have just turtled up and they didn't. And I think for that, at least, that's something to, to give them props for and, and have some respect for. And I know, like, listen, the, um, the defense was in an incredibly odd position. And so when this first got started, I, I was actually kind of getting annoyed at everybody and saying, like, you know, um, you know, Saquon Barkley races through and just cuts them up on that first drive and they go in and score. I mean, that was expected to happen. All of this was expected to happen. Mm-hmm. You thought that the Giants were actually going to come out and, and, and just crush these guys. Like, we were even saying you got to get 28, you got to 30, 31, 32, 33. As much as we have given crap to the defense in big-time situations, in every big-time situation, I get it. I know it's the Giants, but they came through today with a, with a ticky-tack, uh, put-together, Band-Aid, Scotch-Tape, whatever you want to call it, roster. And I would actually say Jim Schwartz called That's what I was about a to fantastic say. game Especially today. Especially with his halftime adjustments. That dude saw that the zone stuff they were doing, played more man-to-man the second half, just like was like, all right, you know, was a little more aggressive. I mean, it yeah. was such a massive difference. It was, John, and I think for a guy who, and not on this show, we've talked about it, but no, neither of us have said this, but... For a guy where a a not insignificant portion of the Eagles fan base has called for his job, yeah, I think Jim Schwartz deserves some kudos for that performance day. He was he was awesome today with the adjustments, and so was Michael Bennett. Like man, I'm you oh. know and with a, came with, out with an injury too, like going yeah, back exactly, out exactly and firing it up, and and then coming back on and having a humongous sack, destroying any momentum. I mean, you looked at the the first half yards; it was somewhere around what three forty six. They actually dipped back down to three hundred and thirty nine total through the third quarter so yeah um, minus five in the third quarter i think it was uh and this is the kind of a a win where you go and say hey i I know and listen there are so many things that were wrong about the first half and even into the third quarter and whatever the biggest takeaway is just like you were saying james they needed confidence everyone needed confidence to be like you got to be kidding me that if we're going to go and lose to the giants or whatever especially when we said you've got the giants you got the redskins you got the dallas cowboys who are playing the saints on thursday night Mm -hmm. so now you're within a game you're feeling a little better about yourself and carson needed that badly ian rapaport before the game had started we even mentioned it and i don't know so now it makes me interested in really going back to every different single game and seeing if there is that misstep on you know carson wentz's plant leg where he's worried about about it on the show yesterday i said there's no way that he can be a full hundred percent after that injury with the amount of time he came back in and uh he needed that i mean that throw to nelson aguilar a great play design because he's sitting there wide open i'd love to see uh Uh, how that kind of developed open on that play like that was a great but i mean look Especially in the second half, Doug, we saw more creative stuff from Doug. I have a, I have a Doug complaint coming up that oh, of course. really bothered me okay. in the first half. But I thought in the second <laughs> half he adjusted. We saw creative stuff. We saw, uh, I know Chris Spielman was raving about them setting up that Tate kind of screenplay that ended up going for a screen the other way to Goddard, which was a big gainer on a, yep. on a third down. Um, it was a lot more creative. 
Yeah, way uh, way more creative in the spin. You know, the the speed option for a two point conversion got in there. That was a Josh great Adams play going call. for two Adams. Yeah, like um, all, all of that felt really good. And honestly, uh, I know that, and, and they should. I mean, like Josh Adams should be your starter moving forward until. No question. Heard otherwise. I actually thought but, that made Corey Clement a little more effective, at least for today. Regardless, yeah. whatever made it. I mean, Corey Clement was great today. There is no complaints about Corey Clement. He had some really nice runs, some really nice plays. I think if you looking forward here and sorry, Fly Sixty Four, <laughs> but I think that you could. I think that a Adams Clement, if the way they. <laughs> sorry, that was me trying to was good. whistle taps. Was very good. You did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, bad. I'm I'm gonna solid whistle. Yeah. Not the best, not the worst. Solid. Um, but I think a, a combo of Adams and Clement, if they can look the way they did today, is something you can play with. It's not what you had last year, but it's something where you can you can get by with that. Yeah. And that's solid. And, and I guess, especially if the O line blocks the way it did in that second half, for, for, you know, especially in the run game, obviously. Uh, I want to keep praising uh, Josh Adams and uh, honestly the offensive line. Uh, really stepped up today too. Lane Johnson probably had his, I think, his best day today. Uh, going through I and think, was no just question. murdering people left and right. He Even doing awesome. a little box outs and stuff on. That was a great massive call. Runs. It was exactly what it was when Spielman said he boxed yeah. him out. I was like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. He's boxing him out. Um, I I was gonna save this for the end, but I actually just uh just so it doesn't leave my head. Tom Brenneman, you fucking asshole. Like I. Uh, one, atrocious job, but whatever. Like, all around, this crew did not prep at all. Just because young black kids go undrafted or in their seventh round, it doesn't mean they have off-the-field issues. Sometimes it's I was just wondering of what that, I was wondering what that was talking about. That's fucked up to say, man. Like, I didn't know I, what I he was talking that. about. I didn't yeah, know yeah. What, Absolutely well, hate I was that. watching with Emily, with my wife, and she said, what off the... Because I was... We none. Were, he had we, none. Well, we were, she went to CB West. Yeah. We're both in that area. So right. she was like, oh, he's from around here. I was like, yes, yeah, CB South. And she was really into it. And then she's like, what off-the-field problems do you have? And I was like, honestly, I have no idea. I've never heard of that yes, before. I have no idea. Josh Adams was nothing but, but that, great at Notre that's, Dame. And that's yeah. like malpractice type stuff. You can't put that stuff out there and put a put an image on a guy when that's not a real thing. And maybe yeah. we're wrong. Maybe we don't know. I, I maybe there was I don't nothing know. There. But as far I, yeah, as I, I knew, I'm very with you on that call. That I did think Spielman was um because I've not heard a lot of his games because obviously they're a. Lower down crew, yeah. But um, I thought he does a nice job of of uh, explaining football at least, which you he know, does. He's which not is nice. smooth as a talker, no. But at all, <laughs> yeah, like at he's all. so bad. Right. But I thought I thought his content was solid for it what was. it's worth. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty solid. Also solid today was that's just our, that's our two minute that's our talk yeah, about that's, the announcing I'm just job. Of throw today. that in there, and then we're gonna jettison on out to. Hey, let me sum it up: Tom Brenneman, fucking trash. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Spielman, <laughs> not eh, so bad. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, I would I would all honestly say that um, you know be, between everything, like I I I feel good that Nelson Aguilar caught that ball at the end because. Um, there was just there was a lot of weird plays in that third quarter, kind of back and forth, where um, you you know you thought that Eagles were going to go out and stall. They're still trying to now. I now I just think that they are forcing it to Golden Tate, so they don't have to answer the questions anymore. And I know it's a double edged sword. <laughs> we're like, where's Golden Tate? And then you get them involved. They're like, why are you forcing it to That's Golden Tate? Point. You know, so yeah. it's it's a really hard position to be in. I didn't think it was going to be this hard. I still think the things that I still they don't have understand him why do, it yeah, is so hard. Yeah, and they ran. Uh, you know, uh, they ran a, you know, whatever that is, uh, I think a China 7 or whatever that was in the red zone. He did have that nice, uh, that one contested catch where he basically ripped it yeah, over. Like, that really was a nice, really, nice really nice catch. And, and also just something a veteran type of played it to rip it away and tuck it away in the right arm the way he did as he was going down. I thought it was really just, 
you know, you see the player there. It's just like you said. It's really it's fascinating. It's fa- you we the 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 word we use for Golden Date or the the phrase we use describing was Swiss Army knife. Yeah, like put him in and, and they he, put him in the backfield. Yeah, and they, a couple of times. A couple of times. Yeah. It just felt like they still. You're right, John. They still haven't figured it out. But um, guys stepped up. Alshon quiet all game. Then has that huge catch on that Big last try. Monster catch. Ertz, obviously. Ertz, FYI, I mean, tuck it away next time, but yes. I appreciate you. Think about this. I mean, Zach Ertz, we are, this is their 11th game of the season. In the 12th game of the season, almost definitely if he continues on his pace, Zach Ertz is going to set the Eagles franchise record for ridiculous. catches in a season. It's, it's 90. He's got 84. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it's a different world and it stuff, is a, much a different, different NFL world, world yeah. but still, that's he's having a, a, a really, really awesome season. Although I will say there's somebody that just says that he just catches footballs and it has to go somewhere. I won't say who, just to protect him, but uh-huh. uh, I will. Uh-huh. Uh, it'll come out and, at some and, point. And you know what? Uh, and I think there are a lot of people who would have had the, oh, Zach Ertz isn't tough take or whatever. That take is starting to change, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't... He's blocking well this season. I mean, he's been on the field for, what, 97, 98% of yes. their plays? And and they showed it today. Uh, like, he's been doing a nice job, a nice enough, at least, for the, the massive offensive upside he gives you as a receiver. He has been more than capable as a blocker this year compared Definitely. to what he's been in the past. And drag some dudes to the end zone today. Yeah. And how about up with that? How about your boy getting involved today? That's nice that out of he's nowhere. We there. thought he wasn't on the team anymore. And then some big <laughs> plays for Dallas. Yeah, I tweeted out, oh, Dallas got it. Remember him? He was great. <laughs> and, and, and then of course, like uh, like that, he he disappeared. And honestly, I I understand why. Like I know it's first of all, I think it was a really tough assignment to begin with, but you saw, you know, Landon Collins and I forget who else maybe it was uh was it good or somebody that was doing a stunt and and kind of you know switching Dallas Goddard didn't dump it over like you know the broadcast had said and there didn't was, shove was, him on over to Lane Johnson to it's a really happen. tough play to make and I saw a few people was like well this is this is why he's not Rookie out there I was like, tight come, end. come on man Zacherts wouldn't pick that up either so John. like relax it's it's fine it's not one of the reasons but I, I mean that's that's a part of all that too I was really nice to at least see him in that moment be like okay they haven't completely forgot about him now now you're gonna you're gonna i mean honestly they're gonna need every single person on this offense to raise their game now after they've gotten this little confidence boost i'm not gonna bitch anymore about it i just want it to work you know if that means dallas goddard's not gonna be out there for uh, right you know, I, look, look it's one of those steps, whatever it's one of those things where when you look at this eagles team and the way it should be is yeah. It shouldn't be like, and obviously no Eagles fans looking at it this way, but just as a, a way, like a way to analogize it yeah. or whatever. Like you shouldn't be looking at this team in any sort of fantasy way where it's like it's got to be this guy, it's got to be like the ideal way this offense works, and that's what we saw last season is when everybody's involved, when yes. anybody could get the ball in any play, and 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 multiple guys are open. That's why that Aguilar catch, which was awesome to see Aguilar obviously make a big play, his first catch, only catch of the game, but. There were three guys open on that play, like wide open, any any of which yep. would have gotten the first down. That type of stuff is what we saw last year where there were just guys wide open, like we see with the Rams and teams like that this year and the Saints. Um, I thought that was impressive. We do have to, real quick, before we move on, you mentioned his name. I know you've you've gone back on this take before, but your Landon Collins is not good take is wow, one of your all-time worst. That's he bad. Is a, he is an He's outstanding really football player, man. <laughs> he is a... Yeah. A, and, and Chris Spielman, back to him being annoying, was the... I just call him a football player. Yeah. Like that was super Thanks, lame, but man. like he is a 
fucking awesome he's, football he's player. He's a beast. He he's is a, a beast. really good player. Uh, we will certainly, as I'm uh, seeing our Skype line uh, light up right now, 267-245-6066. We will get to all of your phone calls in Around the Locker Room with L.A. Shore Parks. And uh, maybe if you want to make fun of him again, we had a really, really We really love big what you do there. Yeah, We're a big fan. fantastically fun. Uh, you're right, though. I mean, to do. It's very easy to do. Landon Collins was oh, yeah, ma- massive again. It's like all over the field, I really like right? Byron Jones a lot better in that draft. And I, I just thought. Who has you know, also a, turned yeah. into a really nice player. Yeah. Yeah. As well, but but man, was way way wrong. Landon Collins, way wrong. Is, and unfortunately, one of the best safeties in football. Speaking of ESP, he was the one that rode that train forever. So yeah. he was well, he was right. He also thought Jordan Matthews <laughs> better than Alshon Jeffrey. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, so the, this is um, and like I'm not sure what you're supposed to do now when you go. You kind of get another break too. I don't want to say that it's uh, again a. I mean, they uh, they no no no. I am going to say it. They're going to beat the Redskins. And they have to beat the Redskins. It's it's again. It's it's yeah. It's must where you're win. Kind of, for a little while. Your your back is is right up against the wall. There. This is this allows you to kind of at least wade in the water. Right. It's going to look this ugly. I know people at this point. I I don't I don't need to see. Fancy no, this anymore. is fine. Just win games. Go it win games matter. and just try and get people healthy and just find cut. ways to win games. But John, right. your point. Here's what I will say. And we talked about this a little bit on on Saturday on the WIP show and, and whatnot. Um. Colt McCoy's legit bad. Like you can yeah. see why that guy has been a career backup. He's fine. He can execute an offense. That's why he's a backup, but just no real arm strength, no athleticism. Like he can't make things happen. He can't make special plays. And and it, it's really hinders that team that was already right. bad offensively, already stagnant offensively, offensive line issues. He can't make that kind of thing better. I'm with you, John. I think I said this to you before. Like, I would not be shocked, and the Giants losing today hurts them in this scenario. But I wouldn't be shocked if somehow Washington ended up last in the division when it's all certainly. said and done. And yeah. I certainly would say, even as as rough as the Eagles have looked, I would say I think the Eagles and the Cowboys are the two favorites for the division. And uh, probably still will be, especially when the new Vegas odds come out. And uh, you know, Joshua is 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 presenting my point as of why now. I mean, like we just saw uh, a team. With no secondary. And congratulations, DeAndre Hall, who got on the field for one snap, and it took 12 DBs to go down for him to get one snap, but he got out there. I'm proud of you, man. I really am. But this means, you know, Jalen Mills, who is weak well, to How weak, badly do we want Jalen back. Mills back? How you know, funny is that? The, the tide has yes, turned. Of course, of he course was so will. maligned this year. Until he gets burned and, but you know, you whatever. It's really interesting, and I had this thought watching the game. It's like, I think what it really highlights watching these guys like Sullivan and all that, and again, yeah. everyone stepped up in the second half, shout out, but um, it really highlights the difference between being a someone who can be a regular NFL player and someone who's almost an NFL player. Like, it's such a massive gap. Yes. Like, and it is immediately noticeable, and I think that's what we're seeing with a lot of these guys. Absolutely, and even so, like, you know, Johnny in the, uh, is, uh, not me, there's another Johnny in the Facebook chat room. Uh, Shermer sticks with Barkley, they win by 20. I don't really... Did necessarily happened? disagree. Was I, he hurt? had to be injury unless well, they're the most he was, he dumbest was offense in the world for some plays yeah. there and stuff. So I don't know what it was. I mean, yeah, but I, it, but I'm saying even with all that, that's what I'm saying. It's it's like and, and cares, you're not wrong, right? Who cares? But at the same time, just go get the win. Figure it out afterwards. You can only things play, don't you carry. Only, so you're not going to face Saquon Barkley next week. So it doesn't o- matter. You're a poker guy. You're, you can only uh, play the hand you're dealt. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You can only play the hand you're dealt. And. And whatever, you know, Pat Shermer at first, you know, and this is this is what got a little 
uh, crazy here and whatever. D- Doug was in a it's a no brainer situation to go for it on that fourth and one. No the question. play call and the execution was was all good. But, you know, early on when that happened and you did have Saquon Barkley running all over the place, they elect to take a field goal when they're down 12 to nothing. And you're just sitting there going, why? I was you know, actually like, OK with that. Here, I, I can I give it. you my I thought? Can sure. I give you my thought? And, and I had I've got a Doug issue that was not that. Um, and I also will say that that to uh, to your general point of the the situational football like that, the fact that Shermer decided to wave off that extra point, which ultimately ended up mattering a little bit there. Oh, big time! Ma- waving off that extra point to go for two and not running Saquon Barkley from the one yard line. I mean, that is just what, why do you even have that guy? Yeah, I don't like, even like why do you even have that guy? You're from What's the one the yard point? line. Just give the ball to Saquon. Yeah. Like, but um, to your point about that, here was my thinking with that, and I get it. Like, I would have been okay either way. If he went for it, I was like, my mentality, Emily was like, go for it. And here's my yeah. thinking. Well, if Emily here, says it, she's right. So Emily's I don't care what you say. She's usually right about these things. <laughs> um, my thinking was, you've been struggling offensively and defensively. You need to put some points on the board. You just got to just, for a, for, a, for a mentality purpose, like you need to just do something where you come away with a little victory for your team and move yep. forward. You know I believe in stuff like momentum and stuff like that, especially in games. And I, I think just getting on the board, getting rolling, again, I would have been fine if they went for it, but I, I didn't hate it the same way you did. Well, because in the moment you're saying like, they have, and for me, the defense was was trying its hardest, and actually, it was bending very well off of the last two possessions. And I just said, "Yeah, the back-to-back back field goals they to you. start scoring touchdowns because they're not going to be able to do that in in a maybe this possession, maybe next possession, maybe whatever." And of course, Saquon Barkley goes and takes it to the house, and it's a touchdown. And, and then and a I, huge and I get drive. the instant gratification of like, "See, I told you so." But you're right. And then they come back. In retrospect, I think you're right. Yeah, you know, in the moment. Um, I, I, I hated it. the decision. If it was fourth and one, I probably would yeah. not. Have. Fourth and three, I got it. Right. Do you want to hear my Doug complaint? I would love to hear your and Doug it, complaint. It got, it, to the point where Emily told me to shut up about it because <laughs> I kept not talking about it. And he got, I can't believe. He got bailed out by Malcolm Jenkins. The Eagles have the ball with the 14 or 15 oh, yard yes. line with a minute plus left on the clock and three timeouts. Run a play, call a timeout with a minute four left. Like, run the clock down to 30 and play it out from there. You have three timeouts and a limited amount of time or space to get in the end zone. Like, I was, I said to Emily, I'm like, they could score on the next play and they're going to get the ball with a minute left when he could have let that clock run down to 30 with three timeouts. They end up getting the ball. Was that on should the have scored. That was on the oh, Ertz uh, touchdown. Ertz touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they should have scored. It was just because of Malcolm interception that they were able to get away from that point without That's true. totally swinging the momentum back that way. I thought that, like, what Doug should have done in that spot, they were on, like, the 13 or the 14 or whatever it was or the 12, whatever it was. Like, he should have... It was a minute, whatever, left when they ran the first play. It was, like, second and nine. He should have let that clock run down to, like, 35 seconds and used the timeout there. And then you have two timeouts... 35 seconds and 12 yards. Yes. As opposed to giving the ball back to the Giants with a minute left and they should have scored were it not for a fucking turnover. What a miracle. Uh, yeah, thanks to Eli and uh, actually Jim Shorts bailing yeah. out. <laughs> bailing yeah. out to and Peterson, Malcolm. Kinda. And Malcolm. Sort of, Malcolm, really, no, but. like you saw it before. It was funny because I actually was watching the band. I was thinking in my head and I never do anymore because I just don't expect turnovers, but I'm thinking, man, a turnover here would be huge. Like not letting yes. get a field goal. That kid doesn't risk Rosas is going to make it from wherever I was like wow and I saw Malcolm Malcolm kind of positioning himself and I was like well if we're going to get a pick it's got to be gotta that be guy because it's going and then he made the pick on that play and yeah. I was just like yeah dude 
Yeah, dude. And, and you know, that was a guy, the one guy you can count on that spot to make a play made a play. Who, and uh, by the way, the last uh, time the Eagles got an interception was? Ooh, let me think real quick. Um, Against the Giants, Thursday night football. Oh, wow. The, <laughs> that was at the Rasul pick? That was at the, was it Rasul? Or I can't Avante, remember. No, it was Avante Maddox. Avante Maddox, Maddox got that pick. So wow. It's been a long time. Wow. But the Giants come through once again. So uh, And uh, real quick, Jake Elliott. Uh, shout out Jake Elliott. We've not talked enough about yeah, how solid, solid he has been. Yet to miss yeah. an extra point this year and just obviously the big kicks. I have a, a new nickname. Which is? It's obvious. The Giant Killer. The Giant Little Killer. Guy, yeah, there we go. Back Jake the Giant years. Killer. Jake the Giant oh, Killer. Print the T-shirt, put the bumper sticker Not on, too get bad, the pins right? ready. Jake yes. the Giant Killer. There we go. I like that a lot. Also, uh, just a reminder, Josh Adams' nickname, as we qualified uh, a long time ago, he's the Chevy S10. If we're <laughs> looking for cars, you put it in the back. You put all your stuff in the back. You just hand it off to him. He's very reliable. He lasts a long time. Man, just have him go. And, and you, do you know what I'm like? It, he's one of those guys where I feel like he's going to get caught and he ends up being deceivingly yeah. faster than I expect. Yes. Like his, yes. he has so these like, huge strides. Well, and, and, and agile, too. You go like, well. And agile, too. And, oh. he, and breaks tackles. Like, I don't know how they've done it, but. And again, we saw the Corey Clement we remembered today. He was great, too. He was. Like, getting both these guys as undrafted guys at the running back position especially with how maligned they've been and rightfully so for the Pumphrey pick and how many great running backs were in that draft that is a really impressive feat because uh, Josh Adams is an NFL player whatever else he, he is, is he's an NFL he player um, that's really nice work there uh, and for me I know it's in it's it's going to take me a lot longer than probably one game I'm not ready to, to say feel, he's a star or anything like that no, but I'm even saying, even even I'm just saying between uh, both of these two guys to feel really comfortable but sure man what a great first step to finally like okay now there's something you can do in the running game and you're right I mean and and, and get ready for this phrase to start coming around to the more Josh Adams gets the ball. Why are you running him to the outside will probably be a common phrase for a lot of reasons that you know James just said right there, but he does have the ability to he cut got, and it's do that. And it's, that's, I, it's really impressive, man. And I, I keep thinking he's going to get caught and he doesn't. On top of that, if you think that way of don't run Josh Adams outside, then you need to rethink him as an NFL running Agree. back because you have to be able to do that in the NFL. I don't care if you're fast, slow, big, fat, uh, look like me, look like James. You have to be able to do both and run between the tackles and outside. Um, hey, we don't have to complain about a screen pass anymore, apparently, because it worked this time with Corey yeah. Clement. A, a and nice big huge first down. Was like more Call the face mask next time, by that the was way. blatant. Good Lord. The, the refs were bad. Like We got away with that OBJ pass interference, which was even a little ticky-tack, but I guess... Giant Slayer, but, everybody's saying, by oh, the way. Oh, okay, better. I love that. That's, Jake see, that's, the Giant Slayer. Jake the Giant Slayer. We you are guys corrected. rule. You guys Nico, rule. Nico, Luis, Brian, yes. You guys rule. That is perfect. That's Jake perfect. the Giant Slayer. Uh, it's, you know, Fixed. when you, you come up with an idea and someone tweaks it and it makes it better, and <laughs> that's I it, That's it. what he does all the time. Yeah, that's kind of my thing. I have I this thing, like, and he's like, this is better. I'm like, you're yeah, right. I'm not so, always good, an idea guy. I'm more of a tweak idea guy, but... I totally forgot I was going to say Yeah, I lost your chain of thought. I was talking about Adams and uh, the running on the outside, being able to do that in the NFL if you don't think that way. Oh, yeah. And also, it's just with him, like, I I think that um, it's just, it it really is deceiving watching him run, and I do think that it works to the outside. And um, I had another point, but it's gone. So, It'll come back. Oh, I, I was saying that you were talking about the screen pass. The oh, Goddard yes. play. I feel like that Goddard play was more or less a screen pass. You know what I mean? The the misdirection to Tate as he's running that, like, uh, you know, kind of like a screen pass they yes. were in the first time. It's almost like a, a screen to the other side to Goddard, essentially, as well. So, yeah, we saw that short yardage 
like design type play stuff that we haven't seen enough of. And uh, you need to see more and more of that. And again, it's it's just um, t- really important now that Michael Bennett had a really strong game. Chris Long uh, got in yeah. there. Another kind of quiet ish. Fletcher. Fletch is just. Is there uh, anything else man. like watching that dude uh, run down the field after a, a guy like Barkley or whatever, and just seeing the athleticism and the ability for him to like keep pace with a Saquon Barkley on an angle down the field and. At, at like that size and like it's it's unbelievable to watch that guy play football. It is, and uh, and that's where you need to see now. Let's see Josh Sweat step it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Gary, unfortunately, wow, buddy, we Not need to great, have a conversation about great. tackling and flowing to the, the the right gap and being in the spot where you need to be. I mean, and I saw a couple of takes in saying this is why you're supposed to not convert guys from safety to linebacker. Kamo Gruje Hill is that. Played phenomenal. I was just about to say. Totally. Com- I was about to say. You know, did have a great game, Kamu. Yeah, he was awesome. To- totally, totally. Let's let's go. Let's talk quietly. Totally got away with the tripping call and Sterling Shepard on the very last play, and it was not called at all. He tripped him. That should have been called, and the Giants should have had another one. John, but they didn't. I, have, and I don't care. I have no idea what you're talking about. That didn't actually happen. Uh. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, I look. I, I it, it's a great. I I, I thought he played. He played really well. I was uh, I was impressed yeah. with him, and and we've seen many linebacker safety type transitions from players. Yes, so let's not get carried away yes. either. But um, I, like basically, I, I Landon impressed. Collins is now. You know, so and Malcolm continues to play really well. Uh, you know, at times you could see him getting so frustrated back there with that you know group of guys who didn't. And I thought that was another thing Spielman pointed out that we've heard at other times, but I, I think it was really smart and and good thing to point out to remember that. Um, you know, it's not just that they are ill-equipped players playing in your secondary and that alone is an issue, but also that it really does hamper you from a scheme perspective and the ability to really open up your defensive playbook and do certain things and all that. So, um, and, and again, which again gives that much more credit to Schwartz for what he did at halftime to adjust and come back out. And uh, and I guess I think probably his best halftime adjustment was, was doing whatever he did to make sure Saquon Barkley didn't play in the second yeah, half. That, that was a really good job, Jim. I don't know what in, you uh, did. Maybe give him voodoo s- doll in the back or something. Maybe little pins in it or something. That, uh, what's that thing from Bloodsport where uh, they just <laughs> mashed some pills together and then threw it in his yeah, face? That's what it was. Put a little saltpeter on him, yes. and the next thing you know, you're like, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, again, we'll have to. I'm very curious what uh, Shermer thinks. Um, or what uh, Shermer has to say to to expand on all that stuff, but uh, I, uh, I this is just like a more or less. This needs to be a building block. I'm not going to say it's a building block yet, but confidence. It's a division win. It was uh, every check mark that we had mentioned on Saturday. Carson needs to go and win this football game. He did. That doesn't mean he won it alone. There was a lot of things that contributed to that, including the defense. Uh, also, really funny that everybody wanted Jim Schwartz fired in the first quarter. And the next thing you know, you know he's he's probably the MVP in terms of of coaching and what's going on there. Um, doesn't th- have to be pretty. Yeah, does not have to be pretty at all. Actually, I don't. I don't really care. This was part of the butt clenching ride that I we all kind of expected to happen here. Even if you weren't, you're expecting it now. Just continue to go and win football games. Figure out the rest later. And I don't know, for you, is there? I don't think there's anything we need to see. This is just guys need to get healthy. Hopefully you can have some continuity with, with the offense now that they've – I feel like they've gained some confidence today. I know that's – I don't know if that really carries over week to week, but for them, they needed this to prove themselves that they're not total dog shit. No, no I, I – 
A hundred percent agree with you, John. And and here's the way I look at it. Look, they might not be the best team. They're clearly not. They might not. You know, they're clearly deficient right now. They're beat up. They're not where they want to be. But um, Doug said after that Carolina game, one of the really annoying things he said was, "This is the kind of loss that can galvanize a team." And it was like, "No, it's not, Doug. Like you, you blew a fourth quarter lead. Like that yeah. doesn't galvanize anybody. Like." This is not like, you know, it's not a massive game. It's not like the most important game of the season, except for the sense that the season's probably over if you don't win it today. But this is the type of win or game that can galvanize a team. Going out there undermanned, dealing with injuries and criticism and underperformance and going out and falling down 19-3 to in the first half and fighting your way out of it, not giving up, playing hard, and ultimately pulling out a win in a division game that you had to have to keep your season alive. Whatever else you want to say, whatever else you want to criticize, there are a lot of issues with this team, a lot of issues today. That is the core takeaway that should be taken away from today that... And and who knows if it'll galvanize them? We hope. That's but right. It's certainly the type of game that could. I mean, that was a a, a gutty win today. Uh, you know what else I like as the uh, comments are starting to come out of the locker room. This is from Martin Frank. Uh, Crevion LeBlanc on breaking up the OBJ pass in the end zone. Totally uh, should have been flagged, by the way. But if you're not going to call the blatant face it face was, mask, and that was like semi whatever. close. It was, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I uh, think it was fair with some of the others and the Jason Kelsey hold. Like, come on, man. Like that was such a weak call. But anyway, go ahead. Everyone in the stadium knew the ball was going to him. Dot dot dot. I fear no one. <laughs> and, Krabby and, on LeBlanc. And you know what? Pop the I, Krabby I, I on LeBlanc. Think that when he got in there, I thought he played better than than Sullivan at times when that injury yeah. happened. So I thought I, I, the thing I liked about LeBlanc, and they showed that one play where he didn't bite on the play action and was able to stay back and make a play. Um, he did seem more fearless than some of the other guys we've seen back there. And again, all these guys are are practice squad type players yes. like guys and what would they have to fear who cares they're exactly. gonna be on the bench anyway and I, I thought we saw that fuck from you him, so. anyway that's so, what yeah. that says so my big takeaway john they had to win the game and they won the fucking game. yes exactly uh a couple more quotes actually from him uh what changed in the second half this coming from leblanc too we put on our big boy pants glad that you did my man uh, the, my, my, I, I love I'm this loving guy. this keep talking <laughs> leblanc um, craven to uh to uh your point Le, uh lane johnson kind of agrees with you on josh adams he's the silent killer yeah buddy, all right? he's there josh adams also saying the eagles played Old school football by relying on the run today. Yeah, sure, we can call it that. Whatever. But uh, we did, again, we <laughs> talked about on the show on Saturday. I talked about Bear Brooks a couple weeks ago when he was on the show with me. Like, oh, linemen want to grind people up. They yes. want to get out there and push forward and run the ball. And when that stuff's rolling, like those guys, the running backs, they love that shit. So, like, it's not surprising that kind of would fuel these guys and get them all fired up and whatnot. Doug Peterson said he told the team yesterday to continue to. Trust the process. Yeah, he did. 30 seconds. Yeah, he did. Actually, it saved us from saying go, me switching hats and saying go Sixers at the end of this. So yeah. oh that's, that's fine by me. Yeah, uh, should have Jimmy Butler in the locker room. Malcolm Jenkins, Give obviously. A, we, Jimmy Butler's locker room speeches <laughs> are well known. That's right. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins said the big key to the defense turn, uh, turnaround was uh, simplifying the calls. Smart. So that's why what we talked about. Here's, here's what I never understand, offensively or defensively, right? We get a, a lot of complex things to your big stars and then you simplify them for football players who 
maybe aren't as good. Why aren't you simplifying the things for your stars to go out and achieve better things then? Why aren't you doing that every single game? Oh, you should, you should well, be simplifying what, it all the time. That's, the, that's what Goff, like the number yeah. one thing you hear in any interview Jared Goff does about Sean McVay is he, like his big thing is he says, McVay takes uh, difficult football concepts and makes them easily digestible for us or something to that effect. It's like, yes, that's your fucking job. Yeah. You're the coach. You should be taking this stuff and making it so the players can understand it and digest it and put it into practice. 100%. Uh, jo- uh, Jason Peters saying, we are 1-0 and right now. My man. So they've switched it out and the mentality is, and who cares what happened? We're 1-0 and right now. We've got to move on and Let, whatever number they have in their, when their true, magic though, they number. Need, they need, they, they, you know, it's a lot of must-win games left, but... They need um, five, they're one and oh. Um, shout out to Jason Peters. Yeah. You know, like, obviously maybe hasn't played his best over the last, whatever, month or so, but, like, he's got a lot of injuries, as we know, and he has not come out of a game in a little while, or at least like, not often. He's fought through it, you know. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's yeah, impressive. It with that tough. age, with all those injuries, it's, it's impressive. And I'm sure this quote will uh, will go crazy. It's from our own Elliot Shore Parks, and we'll talk to him tomorrow, certainly on the Round the Locker Room when we're doing it. Carson Wentz says the running game is the best friend of a quarterback, and that was the case today. So I'm sure that we will be all rational and passionate and moving forward. People should go back and listen <laughs> to this, this very podcast from a month ago and a lone voice hollering out in the darkness All saying, righty, run then. Josh Adams! <laughs> Give Josh the ball! Along with like a million other people that said just, just me. but I it was, it. It was just James. So I, just I started the movement. Can I can I get that? Can Ooh, Jason, Jason also saying, are you saying Josh Adams is also silent but deadly? Yeah, I mean, hey, he's yeah. he's uh, uh, a Chevy truck and a fart, and you know. And he went to CB South. Shout out to CB yeah, South. Shout out to CB was, South. It was funny because uh, when we met Josh Adams, really nice dude. We met him at uh, an event we did, and I went up to him and I was like, "Oh, CB South," you know, like I I was, I'm from there. My wife went to West, never lost a game there, and I go. Yeah, CV South wasn't even built when I was, you know, growing yeah. up there. Like I'm so old or whatever, and he just looks at me and goes, "Okay." And I was like, <laughs> "All right, cool, good talk, Josh. Thanks, anyway, buddy. We'll see you later, <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for uh, nice letting everybody kid, sign the autographs. Really nice kid. Um, and uh, oh yeah, a couple of people said yeah. With the uh, the only thing I think we forgot about is um, when uh, Wentz got sacked on that. What was that? Third and four uh, on the what was in the third quarter or whatever. Clearly got sacked below his knees, and I'm yeah. really shocked that that didn't get called. Uh, you know, everybody's referencing Michael Bennett really, going back to that, too. It was an inconsistent crew today. You Very know, inconsistent. Some really. really bad calls, some missed calls, nothing that seemed to correlate from one to the other, but um, ultimately it worked out for yeah. the Eagles, so I am fine with that. Absolutely. But, uh, I mean, again, like that Josh Adams touchdown should have been a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, it was absolutely should have. That was a tack call. The Alshon offensive pass interference is about as dog should have called. I mean, even Chris Spielman was like, just goes, Point blank, that's a bad call. That's a bad call. He's like, look at this. He barely taps him. This is ridiculous. So. Yeah. No, Justin, nothing's wrong with the Chevy. That's what I'm saying. The S10 is reliable. It's, a, it's, it's fun. You can it's great. Count on it. You can count it's on that, it. It's there. Hey, hey, we want a Super Bowl yeah. calling Corey Clement a Honda. Yeah. So like, for a lot of the just, same reasons. You know, kind of fucking roll with this. I'm like, oh, it's cool. <laughs> Chevy! Uh, I think that'll do it for uh, episode number 34 of the Go Birds podcast. Embrace it. Enjoy the victory. Get a little hope in you. Yes, I know. You're not going to bite the cheese, and it was just the Giants or whatever. Uh, we needed this. You cheese, needed man. this. Everyone needed this. They just needed their own sanity for a week. Even if it lasts that long, that's fine. Let's look forward to hopefully kicking the crap out of the Redskins once again. Hey, 
James, the Eagles have home field advantage again or not? <laughs> sure. Hey, they won a game at home. Hey, they won and a game at home. They broke they a lost it. I just said they had lost three straight at home, and I need them to yeah. win a freaking game at home. Uh, um, yeah, but I'll, I'll take it. Whatever, we'll man. Take and, it. and but I will say, you know what? Uh, shout out to the crowd because the crowd yep. did make a difference in that game. That delay of game, which ended up being pretty costly. Not you. I can't believe they used the timeout there. I agree with Spielman again there. Where just I would even take a five yard penalty before using a timeout in that spot. Certainly, but. Um, the crowd did that, and the crowd was loud, and with the defense, and especially in a game where they went down so early, and it was a big, you know, deficit for the crowd to ratchet it back up after that and stay in the game and be there when needed. Um, shout out to, to Eagles fans; they definitely represented. Uh, we will say, "Go Saints!" Yeah, we go will Saints. say, "Go Bears!" Uh, and uh, we will say, as always. Go Birds. Go Birds. Episode number 34 right here. Radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys.